Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to Tuesday, August 8th, and we're getting closer to episode 250. We're not there yet, but we are honored to have you guys here. Cryptomaniacs podcast, Taskmaster 4450 is in the building, as well as uh, yours truly, John Go, the uh, bongo plays in the Congo with uh, Wongo. I don't know. Is that That didn't rhyme at all. Or it did rhyme, but it made it no rhyme, sense. It rhymed, but... I don't know what was, a Wongo is, but... Yeah, Wongo was just going to be the name of a gorilla. I, um, I don't watch much National Geographic, so... No. no. And, you know, I didn't see any Wongos on Naked Unafraid. Mongo. By the way, that's false advertising. There's right. a lot of afraid, but there's not a lot of Naked in that. I was rather upset, but anyway. Right. Yes. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, we're here, man. Now, how was your weekend, dude? You have a good weekend? Yes, it, it was good it was very good just did the usual stuff and worked on leo glossary and was on threads and did the usual thing i was in the hospital so that was that that was fun yeah what, what were you in the hospital for oh well i i uh completely blew my knee out um yeah, I, well, I did yeah a nice little uh trip and fall and uh i'm not the lightest guy in the world so when all my weight goes on one knee Things happen that shouldn't. Th th things bend the way they shouldn't bend. Um, and uh, I, so, I, I told you, you did not know how to do ballet, and you did. did not listen to me. You, I think you were trying to prove <laughs> that you are agile like a ballerina. And yeah, well, let's say my ballerina career is over. My ballet career is done. Well, I still Finished. am late. I we we. I have all of Fred's prepared. We're still waiting on the pics of you in a tutu. I, anything can be photoshopped these days or AI'd, right? It's not even photoshopped anymore. It's AI'd. John Go in a pink tutu. Yeah, so there, 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 there's the goal. 50 Leo to whoever creates it. Yeah, don't uh don't don't take them up on that offer, guys. Uh, but uh, hello to everyone. Uh, best start, Eric. Uh, Wealth West is in the is in the is in the the chat as well. So good to see he, everybody. He stays up to an ungodly hour to watch us. I'm impressed. That's that's I don't know if that's and you know it's like see, 1 a.m. there or something. I know, but I don't know if that deserves praise or like, dude, like yeah, get some help. help. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get some professional attention. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for earth-shattering information from these two, I mean, it's just. You know, yeah. you know, I'm just. I'm glad I got. You know, I got an extra day off, and thankfully, it wasn't even planned, but I needed it for my uh, recuperation. I'm actually going into the yard tonight after the show, so uh, I, I got to spend a long weekend here in Canada with the with the family, which was good, and uh, I'm I'm. Other than my knee, I feel very refreshed and and ready to tackle the week. So, uh, and, and is the wife ready to get rid of you yet? Definitely. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's how it goes. She, she, it started like you know when I first got home, it was like, oh, you okay? Let me, you know, you need anything? And at the end of it, it's like just rolling her eyes. Like every time yeah. I grimace, she's like, oh my gosh, you're such a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, but uh, good stuff, man. Lots to talk about. <laughs> uh, my favorite topic, I'm sure, will come up in in the uh, in the threadcast. But uh, you want to fire it up? Shall we? Uh, shall we yeah. dive in? Let's uh, yep. let's check out the questions from the people. The threadcast is up on Leo Threads for for everyone. Uh, I haven't refreshed in a minute, so we have twelve questions. But let's see. Oh, we still have twelve. So. Um, unless that the cash isn't working because you know sometimes it doesn't always work, but we'll we'll check throughout the night. But some good questions, some questions that will not be answered in a second or less. So we'll take our time. We'll have some fun. We'll get through everyone's uh, uh, questions here. Your concerns and questions about the wonderful world of cryptocurrency. First question's up from Manny Manny Photos, friend of the show. Did you see the new business adopting Hive and HBD in Cuba? enviospixels.com i did not did you, were you aware of this no manny send us uh either send me or jungo or drop it in threads and uh uh you know tag us uh some information on it love love hearing it For hearing sure. about it without yeah. a doubt I, I I'm uh, I'm fascinated with things like this when I hear them because we 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 heard from El Mundo and 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 John Snow before in Venezuela and how they're doing all this stuff in Sucre. Now we're hearing this stuff from Manny in Cuba. It's it's remarkable that that everyone seems to scream that they want decentralization, they want Web three, they want real use case, yada yada yada. But you see, like Hive is like boots on the ground type crypto, man. Um, I love well, seeing yeah, it, because you know. we don't have we don't have publicity shots of oh I'm gonna go uh, to Venezuela or Cuba or you know Nigeria and and we're gonna bring crypto to them and then take a few few publicity shots and then I leave because I'm Charles Hoskinson or I'm uh, right. yeah. um, well Jack Dorsey or whatever. Um, you know, these are people who live there who just take the technology, take the the resources, and and run with them. Uh, you know, personally, I I mean, you know, I know where you stand on this jungle. So, uh, you know, Manny, just adopt PayPal. The yes. <laughs> PayPal token is going to be out, and that'll cure all your problems. And if you have any questions of how to how to do anything with PayPal, ask John. He's he's an expert at it. He'll tell you how to get banned for no reason. Yes, we, that that actually does come up in someone's question tonight. Oh, so we, okay. Yeah. I, I had will, a question. So we I will know. dive into that. <clears throat> we'll have some fun. Um, and if you, if everyone didn't read my lovely post, a word of caution, yesterday, uh, that's probably your your. You just need to briefly look over that, and you'll see where I'm going to go with my opinion of the whole PayPal stuff, but. I digress. If, if you've listened to the show for the last two and a half years, you should know where you it's going. Yeah, yeah. You know, the shocker would have been like, "Oh, I'm so excited about it!" Right? Like that would have been more newsworthy. They, than, you know, let, let's just put it this way: MetaMask ranks higher than PayPal to jump. Like, sadly, it does. But you like, could you combine two worst things in my life: Ethereum and PayPal? 
Like it's well, just I, I, I never I is that what they're running on? I yeah. I never found found out where they're going. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're running on okay. Ethereum. Yeah. Well, the bankers chain. Anyways, more on that later. Happy 411 says, what impact has Hive uh sorry, what impact has Leo Finance? Uh what has it done for the movement here on the Hive blockchain? I mean, at this point, look at where we're at. The the number of users and the price of Hive hasn't done much. I mean, nothing's done much, uh, right. you know, at this point. But <clears throat> those of us who believe in what Leo's doing understand there's a business plan that's being implemented. There's a development plan that's being implemented. So uh, there's reason for optimism, in our opinion. Um, and it's something that you don't see. In my my view, uh, in many other projects, where, where's the business plan? Where where are the entrepreneurs? Where are the people who you could sit there and say, in two years, three years, five years, this project will be a lot different and a lot more advanced. How many projects on Hive can you say that about? You right. can obviously say it about Splinterlands, but in terms of front ends. I don't see much in terms of, you know, Eastancy seems to be going in that direction. Uh, you know, and I'm only mentioning the stuff I know. Obviously, we, we, we've had CyberX on and excited about that with, with Bob the Builder. Uh, you know, Leica 2 has some plans. So there's a lot of things with plans, but what's happening? Right. And that that's where those of us with Leo, we tend to know what's happening because there's a weekly AMA, Cal couple times a week writes an article most of them are about leo sometimes he writes about other stuff but at least once or twice a week there's also a leo out of the leo finance account uh, a post uh, telling you what's going on so there there's a lot of stuff that is, is taking place and a lot of ways to find out what's going on yeah i mean overall it's this is and we've spoken about this over the two and a half years of doing the show but it's the 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 mindset that people like not people should have because i can't tell you what kind of mindset to have it's the it's the mindset guys like task have guys like i have guys like cal have it's this long-term game plan so what you do is you kind of add up you look at the track record you look at the performance over time and you don't go oh what's the price of it now like what's the amount of users we have now it's no it's look at what's happening what's being built and then that's where that's where I judge how the movement has helped or hindered Hive. Uh, and for me, Leo has just checked off all the boxes. Um, so, which brings us to the next question you brought up. Why do people criticize uh, Leo Finance onboarding proposal on the Hive blockchain? Why do they criticize it? That was actually brought up in the AMA today. Um, and it's, I, I, I just think there's, 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 a group of people that are very happy with the way it is and that's it. And they don't like the, the boat being rocked and they, they like hive where it is because if hive gets too big, they won't have the same influence they have. Um, they like it right in this, this warm, comfy middle where everything is just as it's, it is what it is. This is what it is. They make a killing from it. They're totally happy with it. Anything that might disrupt that pecking order, they just, they're not saying they're hating on it, but they just, they just don't support it. And it's, I don't know. I mean, personally, I think 
a win with Leo is a win for Hive and everyone that holds Hive and everyone that's in power and the witnesses would benefit greatly from more people coming to Hive. So I I don't know. Um, it's just different strokes. It's it's this is the thing, man. It's decentralized, right? And with decentralization, you get the you get the good and the bad and the ugly of humanity. You get it all, and you got you got to accept it because that's what true decentralization is. Like as much mm-hmm. as we hate downvotes and think it's, I think it's ridiculous. They're there. That's part of decentralization. If people want it out, we got to either get the stake to vote it out for a hard fork or something, or something, or create a layer two. You know, uh, so. You know why? You know why do people criticize? It's because it's people. People are people. <laughs> That's what I think. But I digress. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's. I have no idea what the reason is. I, it sounds that's the most plausible to me. People don't want change. Yep. Yep. It's wish there was more to it, but I th- I think it comes down to that. People just don't want change because change is uncomfortable. People go against change as much as they can because things are comfortable the way they are for certain people. So there you go. Uh, And Manny asked again, um, what do you think about the DNS project? Do you know what this is? Yeah, that's what uh, Starkers and uh, they called me Dan put together and they hired... uh, editors and they're basically to upgrade some of the content on hive and where episodes of shows and things of that nature can be edited and they create a jingle and they do some stuff to to have more of a uh polished uh have some more polished content and cryptoholics is on it uh i sent a, a couple videos that uh fact i think one was already edited um you know and these are things to share and put out that you know are done by professional editors and, and that type oh, wow. of thing. dude where, where's the information is it three speak did it or did they talk about it or was speak network account mm, they've talked about it on ctt for forever and yeah uh, but they see they they do their ctts on saturday and i'm never around on saturday and they uh you know it's it's yeah there was a i think there's a, a dns account or something you know i don't i don't know where the information is it's just been talked about and dropped here huh. and there well i have to check in on it because he asks you know when will i join in i i i was completely ignorant to it until pass just laid it out so i'll have to look into it i will be looking for information about it going forward it's very fascinating it's a very cool idea. Uh, Lucille wants to know, did she miss it? Nope, you didn't. It's on right now. Tokenized Society, friend of the show, watching live in Vim as well. Hello, Maniacs. What? <laughs> Here we go. Ready, Task? You ready? You sitting sure. down for it? Here we go. What are your thoughts on the brand new PYUSD? I bet John can't wait to jump in that one. Well, I mean, it's yeah. leaving leaving PayPal aside. This this is the first of what's going to be many. Uh, this is not this, this is the first major financial institution in the United States to 
to publicly say they're bringing out their own stable coin. Right. They're not going to be the last. And I don't, I don't want to go into too much because this is actually going to be the, the, my post for tomorrow. But what you have is you have a situation where these are the, how should I say, competitors for CBDCs. And what you're going to get, in my opinion, the future is when in Rome, whatever the rest of the saying is, be like mm-hmm. Romans. And so I think what's going to happen is if you're on PayPal, if you're on their network, which John and I are not, but if you are one on their network, this is an opportunity for you. If you are on, I don't know, give me another name, John, uh, you know, strike, you know, you will use their token. Maybe some of the social media, maybe Google at some point brings it out. Maybe Amazon brings something out. And what's going to happen is these tokens will be utilized on their networks, just like on the Hive network, HBD is utilized here. Uh, Now, with that goes all the risks we're well aware of. And I've been saying, not your keys, not your account, because this is the new norm. As you know, John found out, he got whacked with his PayPal account. That's yeah. worse than getting whacked with your social media account. But what if that PayPal account had 100,000 different tokens in? Because PayPal is actually now, I guess you could say, effectively an exchange, because you'll be able to go to fiat to uh, the USD token to whatever four or five cryptos they have. Right. So this is, and my question is, is Gensler going to go after PayPal? Um, That'll you know, be fun. Going, <laughs> going after every other exchange. Oh, yeah. uh, but at the end of the day, you know, is this going to be something that takes over the world? No, I don't believe it will. Because, again, what is the reach of your network? And the interesting thing about PayPal is I think their moat is starting to diminish. PayPal's advantage was that it became the de facto, at least in the West, online payment process, purely online payment process. It never existed in the physical world. It it was not a bank. It was not a financial institution. It was developed for the internet. Well, guess what we have now? We have something else that was developed for the internet. It's called cryptocurrency. Exactly. And there's digital wallets, which that's what PayPal had was a digital wallet system that everybody could utilize. Well, every blockchain has a wallet system tied to it in some way, shape or form. And this allows for the sending, the receiving, and storing the money, just like PayPal does. So what is the incentive to use PayPal? And what goes above and beyond it? Because people can flip that and say, well, what's the incentive to use Hive? And my response Mm -hmm. to that is, well, it's more than just a payment process. In fact, people talked about payments, and I'm like, That's just the tip of the iceberg from the financial side of things, not even dealing with the social media side of things, not even dealing with the gaming side of things, not even dealing with any of that. 
so at the end of the day, what does PayPal truly offer is historically or, or traditionally it's been integration into websites. And it's been, you know, probably pretty easy integration into websites. Well, that's a Web 2 platform. What happens with Web 3? And this is where things get all convoluted. And I'm of the opinion, and I've focused this primarily on Elon Musk and Twitter. I believe Elon Musk will clean up in the Web 2 world, but it's impossible for Elon Musk to transition over to Web 3. It's against his business model. And I believe it's the same thing for PayPal. And I think PayPal is in even worse shape than than Twitter because it doesn't have anything else. So who cares? If all of a sudden Elon develops digital wallets for Twitter, which I'm, I believe he's going to do at some point, what does that do to PayPal? It's like, okay, log in with your Twitter account and accept payment through Twitter or, or, or deal with PayPal. What do you think people will do? It's like, well, I'm on Twitter, you know, 250, 300 million people on Twitter. And, and yeah, I know PayPal has about 400 million users, but I bet most of them are on Twitter. Or X, excuse me. I, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. So I think this is really where you have a, a, a total, the next year and a half is going to be very interesting because Web 2 is going to be cannibalizing itself. I mean, Facebook created threads and threw them on there. Uh, now, evidently, I read TikTok's putting a Twitter type thing on their app. I mean, it, it's going to be these moats of these social media platforms uh is going away well oh for the online payment system is dying in my opinion too and you know there's a hundred hundreds of cryptocurrencies you could use to do the same thing as paypal yeah yeah um i i I just say read my post (laughs) that's what my thought is uh i i get it I, I get why people are so gaga over it and oh this is gonna lead to the bull run and the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no it's not no you, it's you know not. what I mean like that's like when I hear that stuff I've been hearing this stuff for for years these big huge new like Visa is gonna start accepting crypto like oh we can well, you know and, bull and, you know coming. PayPal made news you know six months ago when they start they they took their first foray into right yeah and they started you, know, you could use it's it. like this, yeah. this news yeah. will be back back will be dead in a week and nobody will remember it. So, you know, the biggest thing is, and I wrote an article this morning, the big advantage over HBD or HBD over PayPal, actually over every other stable coin I can, I can see is counterparty risk. And that's exactly what John go experienced. You get involved with PayPal. You got, I, I listed about four counterparty risks and there may be more. And that's the problem with the financial system. You have counterparty risks that you know about, and then there's counterparty risks you don't even know about. Know yeah. about. Yeah. So, you know, it's like this coin is being backed by, by treasuries. Well, anybody who knows about when, when you buy a treasury, when you buy a stock, you don't have the certificate. Somebody else does. There's en- entities that actually hold this. Not even your brokerage account gets a certificate. So who has that? Well, they give it to you. I mean, right. is it really yours? Possessions, nine-tenths of laws, they say. That's a counterparty risk. And and there's all kinds of counterparty risks with this deal, both overt and, and maybe ones we don't know about. And that's the problem. What's the counterparty risk with Hive? The blockchain. 
the nodes don't mm -hmm. run. But of course, the, it only takes one person to run run one run one witness node and one API server, and you can access your stuff. And by the way, there's plenty of wallet systems. You know the the the, the Steam at Fork uh, software. Yeah. which has the wallet built in. And, you know, now they're bringing out uh, Clive or Chive or whatever the name of it is that, that Block Trades and his people are working on, which is a desktop wallet, uh, open source. So anybody will be able to fork it. Uh, you know, so you, 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 you'll, you can have access to all your stuff. That's the counterparty risk. A lot different than a PayPal. A lot different than a JP Morgan. A lot different than all these other financial institutions. There you go. Uh, Tokenize has another question. He's got, got a couple actually, but he says, what happened to the Hive bonds idea? Uh, wasn't someone working on that? Would it still be relevant to Hive nowadays? Well, Hive bonds is, is was the idea of, of taking and, and trying to create, uh, you know, pristine collateral, which the, the financial world needs. Uh, and basically it takes it to 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 get that to work ideally tokenize it requires time bonds people need to have the ability to go and take their hbd and lock it up for a year because then you can at the base layer lock it up for a year and create a bond off that uh which then provides liquidity to the hbd that's locked up but you have an exact date. You you know the parameters of the interest. You know the the when the HBD went in and, and the when the bomb was started, and you know the duration of the bomb. And then if you set up an exchange, you can swap those. You can collateralize those. You can use them as as financial tools uh, to create even more systems. But again, you know we need we need. Really, you need, uh, if you want it at the base layer, to, again, eliminate the counterparty risk. This could be built at layer two. The problem mm -hmm. is, is you'd have to go through an application, and that's counterparty risk. So if you have time vaults at the base layer of the blockchain, people can lock it up for a year, two years, three years, and get a little bit better interest rate the longer they lock the money up. And then you can create a bond off that, and then that can be a tradable or collateralized asset. There you go. Tokenize. Another question. I read a post earlier today where someone was making a correlation between the increase in HBD interest and the decrease in hive price. One of their points was that the 20% looks like a scam and keeps investors away. What are your thoughts? Uh, you know, there's all kinds of theories like that. We've been at these levels even before high HBD paid 20%. So, no, I, I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> yeah, people won't believe the 20%, but I guarantee you most people don't know about it. Very few people outside of Hive know about Hive. They don't know about HBD. They don't know about the correlation between HBD and Hive. So I, I think at the end of the day when people are saying that, you're, you're presuming that anybody really knows or gives a shit about Hive and very few people outside of, of the ecosystem are aware of any of this. So I, I don't buy it. I mean, we're, we're at, 
we're at low levels, but we're not at the lowest levels we've seen. Uh, we've seen much lower levels. So how come Hive was, you know, under 20 cents when we didn't even have HPD savings? What was the answer there? So, no, I don't, I don't buy that for a second. Sorry, I got a child crying in the background, so I'm trying to mute myself while... You know, this is the the benefits of doing the shows at home compared to on the road is you get the uh, the fam, right? So, anyways, John Tim says, how long do you think before cars start getting individual AI personalities customized to their owner? People talking to their cars for companionship will be pretty funny. I'm just saying, give me Kit, man. I need Night Rider in my life. What about <laughs> you? Uh, you? You you remember? Remember Rocky Three when he bought him the robot, and you know the robot started out with that real robotic voice, and then like you know a couple scenes later the robot comes and talks to Polly, and he reprogrammed it in a sexy woman voice, and oh Polly, you're so strong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that one, uh, John. I, <laughs> I it'll happen. I mean, it's uh, you know it, it's. Anything they can do with with Alexa and some of these other things, they'll be able to do with the cars. Um, you know, I mean, their own personalities. Uh, you know, I, I I did a video earlier this week that talked about AI and basically the gross over over exaggeration of the fears. And the, the idea that this is just somehow going to become sentient. And I know I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here. But, you know, I don't buy into the theory that one day all this AI is going to wake up. I, I have yet to see a piece of software that's self-aware and knows it's housed in a computer or on the cloud or anything. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of this stuff about Skynet and all this other stuff's overblown. But... You know, uh, autonomous vehicles are going to be part of our lives at some point, I would say, probably part of this decade, but in this decade. Um, you know, we saw the advancements of chat GPT. Yes, I understand it's really just search. It's glorified search. But the speed and, and the, the, the way it processes information and the NLP to, to assimilate it in a language we can understand that's pretty incredible. And then you look, I, I just keep watching the, the Hollywood strikes and I just keep laughing because I know damn well there's software be out there and it's being trained to write scripts and it's trained to take, there's other software trained to take scripts and to convert them to images. So, mm. you know, these people fighting, uh, you know, uh, uh, we want more pay to, to, to write the, these TV shows and these movies. It's like, are you people kidding? You're, you're, you're going to be out of a job in five years or, or seven years or something. And, and that's all happening. I mean, it, it's yeah. in different phases, but that stuff's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. I, st I just, I want kit, man. That's all I want. I, I want, I want kit. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But do you want kit in a Hyundai Elantra? No. <laughs> But not in, what was it, a Thunderbird or something? He had a Firebird, yeah. That Firebird, was a Firebird, yeah. I believe. Yeah, Trans Am, one of those. Yeah, two. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Timms, was Leo threads around during the last NFL season? Can't remember. Curious what kind of threads will be when the NFL well, is here. It wasn't here. It, it, no. it was, but it was on the old UI. It started in August of last year, oh. but it was on the old UI. 
it, it was not on the new UI, which came out, I think, in February. And then a couple months later, we went into beta. So it, it certainly did not have the capabilities that this UI has. And I'm hoping the NFL fans, John, step mm -hmm. up just like the 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 football fan, the soccer fans uh, have stepped up with EPL. I mean, I think threadcasts for every Sunday should be a norm. Yeah. I think, you know, I think there's enough people who like enough different teams that you can have some interesting conversations. And, you know, football is probably the most popular sport uh, in North America, or at least oh, in the United oh, States and Canada. For sure it is. Um, Without a doubt. Dude, so, do you see the numbers? Like the, 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 the Hall of Fame game had more viewers than the NBA fine playoffs or something, the, the Stanley cup finals. It was, it was crazy. The, the, the hall of fame game where you're basically going to maybe see the starters for a snap, yeah. a, maybe a snap if you're lucky. Um, yeah. Yeah. The NFL is a machine, man. It, 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 uh, well, an interesting thing about the NBA, you remember Michael Jordan and, the Utah Jazz and his shot to beat the Utah Jazz. Oh, yeah. yeah. The wow. market share of the NBA Finals from that game to, I'm not sure if it was this year or last year. I forget which one. But I saw a report on this. The NBA Finals viewership is down 70% from that era, Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. to today. I mean, 70% loss of viewership for your Finals. In that same time, and people say, "Well, think what what that that's the MFL, the Super Bowl, went from like fifty million people to now it's like the last one was like hundred and twenty million or something. Right, yeah. it exploded, and you know, of course, there's a lot more people in the country today than in the United States than there were twenty years ago. Granted, the these viewers can be outside the U.S., but I mean that just shows you the the direction of the two leagues, right? So yes, hopefully, John, that you NFL fans step up, start threading about it, do threadcasts, you know, post pics of your favorite player. I mean, just go haywire with it because that's what yeah. it's for. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I I plan on it. Best start. Good evening, guys. Question about reblogging a post. Is there any benefit for me to reblog someone's posts? I see a few people who reblog a lot of posts, so I was just curious. No direct benefit other than some social capital, man. Um, yeah. Basically, you know, it's it's a social capital. Like, you know, you're you're giving you're tipping your hat to someone who created some good piece of content, and you want to share it with your followers. But no, there's no direct benefit monetarily. Um, for you, but yeah, it's, 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 yeah. And I know what you mean. Like sometimes you just see people just reblogging. That's all they do. Reblog like 20 posts in a row. And I, that's, that always seemed very odd to me on, on the Twitter space and, and, and all that stuff, like just retweeting things all the time. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like I get it. If there was something I really liked, I would repost like buddy of mine just released his, he's a musical artist. He just released his new single. He has a YouTube video that he released yesterday night. So he's 
in my social network on Facebook because everyone that I grew up with is of that age denomination. They don't really mess with any other social media. They're just on Facebook. So I reposted it on my Facebook wall to support him. But that's the first time I've reposted anything on my Facebook wall forever because I just I don't do it. Um, I will re I will reblog things uh, every now and again on on Hive, but it's it's few and far in between. I, I try to save it for um, real important posts and stuff that I really think adds value. So there you go. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Good. John Timms. With proposal 269 passing, will Leo ad revenue sharing be active before the new onboarding happens? I think it's important for retention for it to occur before. You only get one chance to make a first impression. I, I would I would love to see that. Um, I think they really need to work on the bugs too. <laughs> so when they do start pulling in people, uh, there's not so many issues. Um, but again, it's, you know, small development team. Um, so yeah, you know, yeah. What do you think? I, I, yeah, I have no idea the time frames. I mean, it's, I, I know the, the next thing up is Leo infra and that opens up a lot of stuff. So they're working day and night to get, get that upgraded and, you know, hopefully we'll see that soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no direct timeline. I think it'd be a good idea to have everything, all the ducks in the row before the onboarding. Because you're right, you only get one chance to make a first impression. So, and you want you want it to be, especially with all the time that's been developing and getting tested and people using it. You'd like to get as much of it ironed out as possible. So, there you go. Uh, Jay Fang wants to know. Uh, he wants to know about the PayPal stablecoin. Uh, what are you? What's your view on it, Task? Or you just went over it, and hopefully, Jay. Yeah, Fang it's over. just it's an asset-backed stablecoin. It's going to be wildly successful in their system, yeah. you know. But outside their system, I, I I don't see anybody really utilizing it. It's not going to affect USDC or Tether or any of that stuff, in my opinion. And, you know, if you want to ask about the, the viability, long-term viability of PayPal, I think, you know, blockchain, cryptocurrency, and, and you know, a host of other things are making the waters very, very uh, uh, crowded. So, you know, their, their standard of being the, the digital wallet for the Internet is going away. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, I'm not a fan, but I know it will be big because PayPal does things big. And finally, I think that's it. Let me just, I'll refresh here just to double check. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, what, uh, Jay Fang wants to know, what do you think about the bots in games like Splinterlands? They have been releasing a lot of anti-bot measures lately. Um, apparently lots of things that, like, Again, I, I don't spend any time looking at Splinterlands these days, but uh, I'm, I follow guys like Bitcoin Flood, who, who's invested in, in Splinterlands and, and one of the OGs of the game. And he seems very excited about all the changes they're making. Uh, Land is apparently 
getting launched here in the next week or so. Uh, so, you know, all of the signs are pointing that, you know, it's going to rebound and everything is good. Uh, I think bots were like a necessary evil because if you're sitting there waiting to battle someone and there's only like, you know, a hundred people online, you're going to end up battling the same person over and over and over again. So especially with the way the gameplay, like, again, you got to remember, I haven't logged into that game in six months. So I don't even know what the, if the gameplay completely different. I have no idea. Um, but from all accounts, what I'm reading, everyone seems pretty excited about the changes. Um, everyone seems to be happy with land being launched. So, you know, a lot of people were saying they wanted anti-bot measures and I guess Splinterlands listened to the community and, and, and did it. Um, but I, I really don't know what that does to the gameplay. Cause I, I just, I don't have any experience in, in the gameplay right now these days and probably won't, but, um, people that are in the game seem pretty excited about it. So there you go. Task needs to definitely get into it now because, He's uh he's a pro at the game. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about game, but I, I agree with you. I think it makes sense that um, as much as people complain about bots, I think t- they complain a lot more if they have to sit there for 10 minutes to get a game because right, exactly. they log in and exactly. there's nobody there. Uh, or you just get your, keep getting your ass kicked by the same person because, you know, they're the only ones online. So, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how you work. You know, it's it goes back to, to these questions about AI and um, generative AI and, you know, how is Hive going to handle it? How are these games handle it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, does it matter if you have one bot fighting another bot or playing against each other and their bots? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, there's obviously ways you can do little things to make sure somebody's human, you know, you guys with uh, some of your projects, John go, you know, you had to click a button, but the button always kept moving around. So there was no way to bot that because, you know, the bot button would be the bottom left of your screen then the bottom top, right and top, right again, then bottom left. I mean, it just bounced around. So, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think this, these are questions, bigger questions that have to be answered by individual communities. And I guess, like you said, John, the, uh, the Splinterlands community said, we don't want, we don't want the bots. So they're May oblige. down. Uh, just reading in Vim here, iJats, uh, just wanted to add this about the PayPal stablecoin. They've read that the smart contract has a freeze account command and PayPal is deleting all clients' comments about it. Of course they are. Um, that's, that's what, and no one different because that's what they did to my account. They literally, this is not, this is, you know, 2017. I got the email. Your account is, is shut down. You it's without recourse. You have no options. Have a good day. Why? You broke our terms. What did I break? I've been using it for 17 years. What? You just broke our terms. Can you please like, let me know a little bit more, but no, you broke our terms. That's it. Have a good day. That's what these companies can do. So it doesn't, it never surprised me at all that the code would be in the, 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 uh, the, the Ethereum, what they're writing it on, that they could freeze the account and delete it. Of course they can. That's PayPal's MO. 
this that should not surprise anyone and i know it's a small percentage but small percentage of 400 million accounts is still about 40,000 people to probably over 100,000 people who have had their account completely wiped out with no explanation paypal just decided one day we're not in business with you anymore have a good life and you agree to it when you sign up for their terms of service says it in there you have to agree to our acceptable use policy in that acceptable use policy there's a there's a little piece that says we can change this policy whenever we want you agree to that i agreed to that so as much as pissed off as i was and how much they've ruined my life and just i i i signed up for it so anyone this is why i said the the, the title for my blog post yesterday was a word of caution i get it PayPal, it's going to be huge. It's going to be massive. Lots of people are going to use it. But rest assured that you have zero control over that account and those tokens in your PayPal wallet. Never will yeah. you have. I mean, I've written for Never. a year and a half. Hmm. It's one I've written for longer than this. It's been, I don't know, maybe four years I've been writing about this topic. It's one thing when you get your social media account zapped. It's another thing when that account or a account is tied to money. And what happens if you bought a little bit of Bitcoin two years ago and the price of Bitcoin goes from 15,000 or whatever it was, you know, six months ago to 100,000. And all of a sudden you have, let's say, 15, 20,000 in Bitcoin and you wake up one day and you got in your email. Sorry, you broke our terms of service. How do you get your, your Bitcoin out of there? Because it's on their platform. And I guarantee you, you don't have the keys to it. Absolutely. So yeah. it, it's, again, <laughs> you know, every, you, you talk about HPD. And everybody talks about the return. What are you, fucking stupid? What good is the return if you lose all your money? If you lose everything? Well, what are Lehman Brothers? What is Mt. Gox? What is FTX? What is uh, MF Global? What is Bear Stearns? What do these all have in common? Silicon Valley Bank. These are all financial institutions that were insolvent and went under. Now, there were some protections in place from the governments and stuff like that in Silicon Valley Bank. They decided to backstop above 250K. But you know what? Every company that had its payroll account with Silicon Valley Bank, by law, could have lost all money above 250,000 because that's all that was insured. And so now you're getting involved with PayPal. And it's like, not your keys, not your crypto, not your keys, not your account, whatever's in the account, social media history, financial transactions, NFTs, cryptocurrency, tokens, coins, it doesn't matter. It's not yours. And guess what? If Elon Musk gets into this arena, which he's going to, he may not get into crypto, but he's going to get into finance. It's the same thing there. They can whack your account at any moment. And you know what? It will come a day where people will complain enough where all of a sudden PayPal will get their balls in the ring. But that's not going to help the pe first, you know, what'd you say, John? 40,000 people oh, will get more, more and yeah. lose their money or have it tied up and they can't yeah. get it back. And, you know, at some point then there'll be some legislation say, okay, well, you got to do this, you got to do that. You know, the one difference is PayPal is, is under... Uh, well, I don't know if PayPal, it, yeah, I guess PayPal would have to be, but I, I, I know Paxios, Paxos is. They're under the, um, 
New York, New York banking laws. So uh, FINRA, right. whatever it's called. Uh, so, you know, there are some protections there. But again, why even deal with that stuff? It, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's bad enough that Circle can fuck with your USDC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just go to PayPal with this PYUSD. You are right. You're just diving right into their 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 ecosystem. You're, you're diving right asking into for it, man. Yeah, you're just asking for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you can be above the board, man. What? You can totally play by the rules. And just one day, one of those guys, their protection agents, or maybe their AI, doesn't like what you did one day. Yeah, it's like these assholes on YouTube. Oh, YouTube, they take to Twitter. They take that. Yeah, YouTube yeah, just yeah. closed my account. Yeah. What am I going to do now? And then, you know, oh, I got my account back. Great. Bye. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I know. It's 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 beating a dead horse, man. It's You know, but yeah. it's like, and, and I've grown to appreciate what, like, they call me Dan's been beaten about for years. And it's coming true. And you get the PayPal's, you get the companies like that involved in this stuff. It's not crypto, man. It is not. It is centralized, traditional finance. It's not traditional finance coming to meet crypto. It's taking crypto to meet traditional finance. And it's you're a lunatic in this day and age if you trust those entities. A lunatic. Words of caution. Guys, fantastic show. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll be on the road for the next one. So this was a nice change of pace. And you don't have the, you know, the, the, now you have the backdrop of my whiteboard with the, you know, message, the, the, the message that should be pounding in your head by now. We have a strategic plan. It's called doing things. That's task. I'm John. Go. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for all the questions on Leo Threads. Uh, We will see you uh, on Thursday. Toodles. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 